Hi, Mike here. Um, I am the founder of Talk About It, Mate, and this is podcast number seven. Um, in this one, I sat down with um, Nathan, who is a um, motivational coach and uh, works with confidence coaching and something called soft skills, which we found out about. And this was like an initial meeting with Nathan and I actually decided about five minutes before to do it as a podcast. So uh, really happy with the end result. Hope you enjoy it. And uh, check out our meetup page, Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram for further details of what talk about it, mate, are getting up to. And I hope you really, really enjoy this podcast number seven. Let's have a look. Hello. Now we are recording. It's the Talk About It Mate podcast number seven. This one is a bit of a an off-the-cuff one uh, here at Zifferblatt, which I really like, and I will be coming back to. Big shout-out there. Um, <laughs> but um, we are sat in this lovely place, and um, I'm here with Nathan. Hello, everyone. And uh, we will um, get to know him a little bit more later, but let me tell you where we're up to with the group. We're still running events, still running three events, uh, one coming up this Saturday. Um, I am soon going to be available for one-to-one sessions, self-counselling, talk, talk therapy. Uh, I am a trainee counsellor, but um, however, uh, I'm ready to start seeing people. And if you need to message me, then get in touch and we can arrange a place to meet and have an introductory session. And if you don't know if counselling or talk therapy is for you, then I'm happy to have a little chat with you and tell you what it entails. Um, and once people know a little bit more about that, then they're more likely to uh, open up and try and come along and see if it is for them. Now, I've benefited a lot from counselling myself um, and the peer support that we provide. So um, it's a really exciting time. I'm also working on some men's peer support groups that will be starting in September. Found a nice venue for that, so watch this space. Also, blogs more coming i do need to do more blogs just building up the confidence really networking and recently i've been on a business course uh, a free business course to try and learn about how to kind of advertise my services and that's where i met nathan so that brings us nicely around about so just briefly to start off with can you you know tell us a little bit about yourself and what do you do Okay, hi everyone. Um, right, so my name's Nathan. I am a motivational coach and a soft skills mentor, which we're going to go into later on. Uh, basically, uh, over the past, I've worked either in employability with long-term unemployed adults with uh, obviously various uh, issues or situations or, or challenges. So that can be anything from uh, some degree of mental health, physical health, uh, to social anxieties, anything like that, anything that's just basically holding them back as a person. Um, I also work in schools uh, where, again, my, my skill set will come in. Uh, perhaps I'll work on something that I would then recognise later on, perhaps a, a rejection of school um, and, and confidence, anything like that. So, yeah, so I basically just work on, on your motivation, about your self-awareness and just helping you move forward. Yeah, and I think self-awareness is the theme that keeps coming up and up all the time for me. And the more things you do, the more people you meet, it just sharpens your own your own self-awareness and good and bad, but it's a good process for me, I find. Oh, absolutely. For myself as well, it's it's all about just putting yourself out there. Uh, it's very, very easy to, uh, to be stuck at home, just think I'll maybe go out later. Um, I certainly saw that a lot with my employability job where people were basically sitting at home um, stuck in this in their living rooms, uh, just doing 
this or that, not going out, or something get into a, a group scenario with the, the group energy and that support and everything else, and, and they, they find themselves kind of moving forward and, and they're able to work with that energy uh, and just, you know, just maybe find what's already there, but just uh, give them that catalyst to push that yeah. bit forward. Yeah, it makes me think about times when I haven't gone through the things or I haven't pushed myself and done things, and often I would say to myself, because I don't know enough, that's why I'm not going. But because you know we met on this free business course, and of course you don't. That's why you go to these things when you don't know. And I don't think there's anything wrong with saying I don't know it yet, or I'm not at that stage yet. But the help is out there. Interestingly, I've used both of those phrases that, or that phrase with that little variation that you just mentioned. Yeah. So, um, in particularly in the school one. I, saying I don't know is, yeah. is banned in my classroom yeah uh, just because it's it's a shutdown it's it's a it's an it's hardly using as an excuse it's a barrier it's a it's something that holds you back so you say I don't know you automatically switch off and in schools for example that that is a trigger for the students to then think I will wait till someone tells me rather than thinking well do you know what like uh, like Richard said turn around saying um, well actually you know it's it's I, I don't know yet if I ask the right question then yeah. you know this is something forward. you mentioned last week actually and it made me think of when I go into primary schools now I see this language of what's called growth mindset which is uh, from Carol Dweck and um, it's all about changing that language I don't know yet or how can we get out of this problem and I, you know uh, I'll find a way and, and that's linked to resilience and, and I suppose it links to what you do as an employability motivational coach uh, certainly, um, and interestingly as well, as, as we just had our little uh, pre, pre-talk, yeah. uh, we mentioned, you mentioned about soft skills and not yeah. knowing where they are. No, resilience is, is one yeah. of those. Yeah. Soft skills are basically skills that are maybe more trait-based yeah. or, or action-based or, or behaviour. So it's, it's things like communication, resilience. Yeah, uh, com- yeah communication obviously being a, a massive one. Yeah. And just being able to use those skills in not just in employability, yeah. but just uh, just around and, and yourself. I know as a as a counsellor, and myself as a, as a coach, the, the word reframing is incredibly important. It's, yeah. it's about looking at things differently and, and seeing them in a different light, and trying things off the cuff, like even just doing this. And some what you just said just made me think. You know, yeah, we don't know it yet. And I, you know, actually, my friend's just gone in my mind, but a lot of it's linked to to self esteem and, and and trying new things. I think and. Um, uh, the word that come up to, for me when I was thinking researching this is efficacy. Now, um, the the definition of that being, I've written this down. Uh, it's a belief in your own innate, innate ability to achieve your goals. And I look back on my twenties, for example, and I, you know, I didn't go after everything that I really wanted. But I don't think I knew at that stage. But I felt I couldn't achieve things that I felt that someone things were going to go wrong or. The only thing at time things would get better if someone came along and saved me. But as soon as I started to do things for myself, like I do now, it's exciting, even though it, it can go wrong or scary. At least I'm in control, I'm in the, present in the process. Yeah. yeah, I think this is the thing. Uh, it's, it's don't be afraid to, to be wrong, to make mistakes. Again, that that's, that sometimes sets in at school and then yeah. and follows us through into adult life. And we have this ability, this kind of, automatic almost disclaimer or safety gauge that well if I don't do it and mess up I haven't messed up and I've failed yeah. and and there's nothing wrong with failure like I I as a as a kid I was at my stages I was a nightmare like yeah 
I, you know, I mean, obviously later on in life, I've, I've been a trainer, I've trained people to do their jobs. Yeah. I've trained people, in, you know, as they start in a, in a company. Yeah. I've motivated people to get back into work and everything else. Yeah. As a teenager, I went through, yeah, I, I made my mess ups. I got fired from my jobs. So I got, yeah. you know, I, I messed up a bit of school. I, I kind of got caught up in the other bits, but... And you, but you're not letting <coughs> that, like take over you and you're but complete opposite yeah. absolute complete opposite it's for me it's about knowing those things yeah recognising them I mean I could sit there and regret that I didn't start this late or I didn't get into this the fact that I'm only starting my business now yeah. rather than years ago but that's that's not going to move me forward. That's not going to do no. anything. That's just going to be that's going to be self pity, and it's going to be it's not conducive. It doesn't help anyone. It's not going to help me. It's not going to make a difference to my situation. Therefore, it's it's an irrelevant thing. But but the same token, it's not about this. Is where reframing comes in as well. It's not about denying the facts that are there. The, the, the fact is, something has happened or yeah. whatever. If indeed it is a fact, but it's it's about thinking. Well, what do I do with the fact? How do I feel about that yeah. fact? And what do I let that fact do to me? And, and it's about like you've just said, taking control of it rather than letting it take control of you. Yeah, and it's funny, but yeah, a quote came to my mind that I read the other day. And I used to hate quotes and motivational things, but be the hero of your own story. And uh, that you know, like you can get past these things. You don't you don't have to let these things define you. Like I don't you know, having a breakdown or suffering from depression and you know, bouts of anxiety. That you know those things come and go, but they do go, and it's not defining me who I am now. I'm, I'm like I'm like treading new ground almost. I'm like going into situations more on the front foot and letting the new experiences kind of shape me in a good way. Not you know not perfect, but I, l- I know I like what you did there because the thing is I was nearly gonna kind of in a way you're seeing it in a different way from the counselling to the yeah. coach are you saying it doesn't define you now in a way and this is me being fully with language and yeah. like when you look into something like new NLP neurolinguistic um, <coughs> excuse me neurolinguistic yeah. I have to processing I just had to look complete blanks because someone <laughs> just walked past me sorry um, but yeah it's, it's about kind of looking at that words and, and seeing what you mean uh, so for me it defines you in as much as it's part of you and it's, it's kind of part of who you are yeah. and it's gone together with everything you've done since then yeah but it's yeah it's not to find you for the future but yeah. it's part of you it's created you it's defined where you are at, at the moment um i like that i like that it's like my, my makes me think my own self-esteem is you know it's going up and it's, it's, i'm on a more secure level platform that if i do have a setback or a blip that's all that it is now and I'm, it's like I say, I'm showing a lot, myself a lot more compassion. And uh, I was going to use you, Nathan, as a little guinea pig for something okay, that I did in a, in a workshop about self-esteem. Because you know, you, cause you're, if you're a confidence coach, you, might, you must see people who've got low self-esteem. Absolutely. And that stops yeah. them as a barrier for them to progress in. So I was just going to ask you a few um, little statements. Uh, okay. I'll just load it up here. Um, and then you just kind of respond by saying strongly agree, agree disagree and strongly disagree so, right so I'll, I'll try yeah. my best to keep yeah. to the structure obviously as a, as a person who kind of really works yeah. with language interpretation yeah. there might be times when I might explain yeah. an answer yeah. or whatever but what I'd like to you know, yeah. if you're happy with me yeah. to do that that's for me I think that's incredibly important to when you're yeah. hearing people to know the context I think context yeah. is incredibly important yeah. so I mean you know, you've now mentioned confidence, so I imagine yeah. you're going to try and test my levels of self-esteem or confidence. Yeah, just because you, you strike me as somebody who comes, you come across, come across very confident. And when I met you, and 
you're very assured in the way that you speak, and I think that was quite inspiring for me. Thank you. But to put a, a lighter spin on this, I, I don't know if you've seen The Office, and um, Ricky Gervais is doing not, no. he's doing an employee, uh, what's it called? Where you appraisal. Do appraisal, right. And there's the, the big guy with glasses in The Office who doesn't speak that much. And he asked him, he asks him a range of questions and answers are always the same. Strongly agree, agree, disagree, strongly okay. disagree. And he keeps asking for the options on the question. <laughs> I'll send you the, the clip. It's very, right, yeah, no, uh, feels yeah. a little right. bit like that. But um, all right, let's let's give this a try. Um, it made me think, and, it, and when I use this in a workshop, people um, were quite receptive to it. So, on the whole, number one, on the whole, I am satisfied with myself. Okay, I would go with agree on the yeah. oh, reason okay. being that I'm happy enough in, in as much as I regret things, but I've still got stuff to do, so that's very much for me an aspirational thing, that there's more I could do. Yeah. Um, at time, number two, at times, I think I am no good at all. Right, now I will go with strongly disagree. Yep. Like, I mean, I'm going to have... Yeah, we all have blips. Like, even as a confident person, you can be the most confident person in the world. Yeah. You know, you look at these people, these media people, and yeah. they've got everything. You know, this guy's got these amazing muscles. This guy's, this person's married to this person. Yeah. You know, he's got this money, it's money. But it doesn't mean they're inherently happy or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, we all have blips, but there's there's nothing wrong with that. I want everyone to just understand that you can be doing well and happy and still have those moments when you yeah. when you think it but the thing is it's how you go with the moments if you realistically yeah. about those yeah I have moments where I think oh you know God, I messed up whatever yeah but that's that's life like, yeah everything was put perfect it'd be boring wouldn't it too many people <laughs> are either for admitting to one blip yeah. then means everything is going wrong yeah that's why we break the stigma now yeah absolutely no no recognize your waves recognize yeah. your waves and just ride them yeah brilliant brilliant way of describing that just come uh, up with it <laughs> You're so motivational. <laughs> number three, uh, I feel that like I have a number of good qualities. I got strongly agree. You know, I'm putting myself out there. Yeah. Like I talk. I, 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 again, I think this is. Yeah. I don't want to keep wailing way, yeah. thing, but I just kind of want to bring them up as they come. Yeah. Um, I think it's there's a big thing with uh, just modern worlds, but certainly the British culture as well, have not been able to recognise your strengths, not yeah. been able to talk about your strengths. In it's young this, people, I see that. Absolutely. Uh, young and old are seeing it. And and there's this, this kind of thing of automatically deflecting compliments. Yeah. I mean, we met at that business yeah. the business thing. We were literally opposite sides of the room. Yeah. It didn't even look like we may end up talking. Yeah. Uh, Mike came over, sat near me, out next to me, and yeah. we chatted. We started talking about what we're doing. Yeah. And we both recognised yeah. great things the other one had done, and there's nothing wrong with turning around and saying, Do you know what? Do you know Be mate? your own biggest Brilliant. cheerleader, that's another thing. Abs- yeah. yeah, absolutely yeah. doing that. But what was great as well is that we both just said thank you. We didn't feel the yeah. need to excuse it, deflect it, whatever. Yeah. It's, there's nothing wrong with saying thank you. I think people worry too much. Yeah. Either they're not good enough and they yeah. have to wait for someone else, they have to wait for permission yes. to feel for good about themselves. Um, and uh, you know, and they they have to wait to believe it themselves, and they can't believe, they can't say it to themselves. They have to wait. Yeah. It. It's almost this vicious circle of you have to wait for someone else to give you a compliment. Yeah, to like what they it, think but is then more the expectation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then the expectation is you wait for them to give it to you, and then you're automatically meant to deflect it. And it's yeah. well, why? Like yeah. you are all good at something. Well, let's go through the next few like quick fire yeah. if we can. Right, yeah. Number four, I am able to do things as well as most other people. Uh, Agree, you've got no strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, number five, I feel I do not have much to be proud of. Strongly disagree. Yeah. And number six, I certainly feel useless at times. Strongly disagree. There you go. Um, this is just an indicator. Anyone could do this. Um, let's go on to number seven. Uh, I feel that I'm a person of worth, at least on an equal plane with others. So I'm going to go... Where should I go for this? I definitely agree, but yeah. I think, do you know what? I'm going to go with strongly agree. Strongly agree, yeah. We've all got our worth. We have, and that's what I think people lose sight of that. In, and it's there's a lot of negative thinking patterns which I've talked about before on a podcast. And compare and despair is the one that could come up. You need look at your neighbour, you look at friends as like a yardstick of where you should be in life. I've not. I feel like I've heard yeah. that in the past, but yeah. I'm going to look that up actually. That's an yeah. interesting. One. I've got a resource I can give you some takeaway. Sharing the knowledge. <laughs> Number eight. I wish I could have more respect for myself. Uh, I would go with strongly disagree yeah. because I I do respect some of the challenges and the, the ways I've dealt yeah. with stuff. So yeah. And uh, number nine, all in all, I am inclined to feel that I am a failure. Strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. So you know, this is if you gave this to somebody with low self-esteem, they they'd have a lower score basically. Mm. And you know, it's a self, like a, it's it's a form of self-help. And finally, number ten, I take a positive attitude towards myself. I would go for agree because yeah. occasionally, like I'm a bit perfectionist, so yeah. sometimes I do maybe, yeah. you know, give myself a little bit of a kick. But then yeah. that's that's I find that as a motivation. I, yeah. I kind of give myself a kick and think, do you know what, you are, you did, you know, you could have done that a little bit better. Let's let's get it sorted yeah. and, well, and yeah. that's moving forwards. Well, this is this is a way of like craftily tricking you into showing self-awareness like you could it's like a self checklist almost oh it's really coming yeah, check, down now check yourself basically. check yourself yeah. before you wreck yourself i always <laughs> say that on my podcast but um yeah like people can do this by like you can put numbers around the room or they strongly agree strongly disagree and people move around accordingly but yeah i find that it's a good way of breaking the ice with people um, and i'm sure you know about running sessions yourself what, yeah. what, what kind of pushback do you get early on, especially from young people? I mean, there's... I mean, the, a key word that you've now come up with there is, is failure and, and fail, and I think yeah. those... It's a scary word, and I think this is certainly a word that needs to be reframed by a lot of people. Yeah. It's a failure. You've only failed if you've given up, and even yeah. then you could still bring yourself out of it. So, or not trying you know, to. Yeah, absolutely, and I think people worry too much, again, about being... Uh, about getting stuff wrong or messing up like I you know I could look back and say well you know I failed to get good GCSEs on the first run um, I failed to stay in a job and whatever and, and in, in essence I did but I then went on to not only stay in jobs yeah. and, and retake and get yeah. really good grades and, and everything else but I also pushed beyond that to then pass that on to other people so I think the giving back and that's it yeah and I mean not everyone has to do that uh, it's, it's about kind of having value in yourself and I think yeah. a lot of the time when you go into schools I mean in terms of icebreakers so I've told you I said like I, yeah. you're not allowed to say I don't know and, and we have little various techniques that we use for the, for the company uh, that I, I work for yeah. uh, which we won't mention in the podcast just in case but uh, yeah basically that's well, they have certain techniques and then as within my world we bring in our own kind of essence and our own kind yeah. of things and it's very much about reading the room but initially it's about kind of just breaking that that shyness barrier it's about yeah. kind of you know being open to trying is is a major one and then certainly in the employability ones yeah. 
uh, I was either be working, say, with people who were coming off health benefits yeah. and being put on job benefits and stuff like that, which is a scary, yes. a scary time, whatever. Or, you know, they might have social anxieties, or yeah. I've had ones where it's single parents. Yeah. And, you know, you put them all in a room and they've, they've all got shared truth, they've all got yeah. shared reality. But they don't want to admit to that. They don't want to open up about that. They, once you know, one per- I always find once one person has shown that strength and that vulnerability or authenticity, it kind of then inspires others. It's a catalyst yeah. and, you know, and it, it does. It can have... You, know, you want to get everyone to do it. But it certainly does day, snowball. But, yeah. I mean, I, I, the, the one I was on was a six-week... Six-week, was it? It might have been longer, actually. Yeah. It was quite a while ago now. But, I mean, when they first opened up, they, uh, well, they didn't open up, that's the point. They, they all sat there, they were very, very resistant, and, and they didn't want to know, and yeah. they have kind of like, you know, I had to initially let them know why I was the one in there. I wasn't a parent, but I'd grown up in a, in a single-parent family, so yeah. I kind of had that rapport. I had my mum, you know, working her butt off, doing this, that, and the other. Yeah. And then I kind of just said to them, you know, it's, it's everyone in this room has got something, you've got these shared things, and yeah. and you are more than a mum. I mean, we, we did one yeah. exercise, and it's such a basic little exercise, but it, it works really well. I've just, uh, one was kind of come up with a slogan or a t-shirt and stuff like that, which is, yeah. sounds a bit kind of cliche and stuff, but it's kind of getting people about, like, what, what message do you want to pass on to other people? If you could turn around to people who aren't on this course yet, yeah. or other people in this situation, what you just want to say? And I mean, one of the key ones that came out was, uh, I'm more than a mum. Yeah. I'm a mum, but I'm more than a mum. Something like that. And it was like, like, it's like yeah, it's like, I mean, there's a hell of a lot of value in being a parent. Yeah. But you've also still got par- value beyond being a parent. You're not just a parent. You've got and your own story and, and you can connect to other people. I think it's through connection that, that you can make a difference and it's proven to be good to give back and help other people. You know? Well, I mean, it's this whole thing of... Of, yeah, just just giving a bit of yourself out there. Like, I mean, if it's all inwards and it's all very, I mean, we're all going to be. There's extroverts, there's introverts. I'm clearly an extrovert. <laughs> uh, I used to be a very very shy kid. Like, I was yeah. so so shy. When, like, when did that change? Uh, I think it was as I left high school. I mean, I was bullied at high school, at right. school and stuff. I left there, coming into sick form a bit, picking yeah. up, and then and then over time, just kind of push myself and and kind of. Or whatever, but I think what's important to remember is yeah. introvert and extrovert. Sometimes people see those as as a positive and negative, yeah. and they see introvert as you know it all means they're shy and can't yeah. talk and they're not confident and whatever. And it's not. It, it, it is stereotypes, but the, the the thing you need to bear in mind with that is that's just your way of communicating with the world and stuff like that. And as long as you kind of. Yeah temper both of them yeah. so like if you are an introvert yeah. yeah fair enough if you kind of enjoy your own company and you're yeah. very inwards and, and whatever but don't cut yourself off you know we don't put yourself a bit, in a box as well right? absolutely yeah. you know um, recognise that you can be confident without having to be the loudest in the room uh, I'm finding that now because I used to be a bit what was called a people pleaser I would say now I've been listening to a lot of podcasts about this and a lot of these motivational coaches or people they themselves have said that themselves they used to try and please people I was like a ball of energy and like loudest guy on the night out you know having a laugh and a joke but you know deep down I might have made other people laugh and smile but I wasn't happy inside myself and, mm. and now I do sit back more I mean I'm getting better at not 
I just letting things happen and not trying right. to affect them. So can I ask? I mean, yeah. like going to, yeah. I know you share. I've shared sort of, quite yeah. a lot on this. Yeah. So I mean, you mentioned there about um, being the outward one, but you weren't happy in yourself. In, in yourself, yeah. was was did you find that maybe that was something to do with your mental health at the time? Yeah. Or was that a shield? Was that low a... self-esteem from childhood? Possibly some kind of childhood PTSD, um, and issues with self-image as well because I was, I was a fat kid I was overweight and, and you know like I felt that the way that I could fit in with the world and make friends and, and was to just be this this person this like sil- silly fun mic that's quite the classic thing isn't it yeah. with weight for example is, yeah. is be the jolly fat kids yeah. and, and and whatever and it, it's yeah like you say it's yeah. like kind of Shielding and, and putting up thing, and I know. So this is where you get into mental health yeah. issues and like yeah. the suicides, and you read about these things where people are kind of they seem so happy on the outsides, yeah. and you know, and if only they'd have reached out and, and yeah. stuff like that. Which... Well, I wasn't accessing my true self. I didn't know what that was. What I really wanted for myself, I just went along with things. And you know, people say that like you know, people who are overweight can often get bullied or get treated badly. I, I mean, I, I think I had the same amount of bullying as most most kids you know on the receiving end of yeah because I was at the start of high school maybe wanted to do well and you know I was a bit of a chubby lad and it did get me but I had a lot going on at home but I also now know that a lot of that problem with weight came from myself I wasn't I wasn't happy being like that right. but I was unable to affect the change in my life and that, that's it and then um, before we move on to you run through some of these soft skills um this is something that isn't measured, is it? So, like, you know, people, kids take exams and they get judged on how well they can remember things. But really, they, you know, they're not these <coughs> skills that are life skills and um, transferable skills aren't measured. And so, someone could come out of school and they think, oh, they're not doing very well. Mm. But they've got these hidden skills and hidden talents. And I, I had a lot of hidden skills and talents, I think, and especially from an emotional intelligence side that I'm only accessing now and making that the part of my life. And as a result, I'm happier and I feel like I'm more productive. So you mentioned resilience as one. What yeah, I mean, there, there are so many. I mean, yeah. you've got everything. Like, I mean, I've mentioned communication, resilience, things like adaptability. So, I mean, you've got soft skills that kind of go into your, your work kind of area, which is a, a, a big area they tend to come up. Mm. But, I mean, it's certainly not, it's certainly not anything to do with... Um, just work you know it can be beyond that so I mean you've got so so with employability for example you're looking at things like communication teamwork adaptability problem solving all this kind of stuff for creativity and it's things where uh, and and work ethic and it's things where you're not they're not necessarily a a, a physical skill so it's not like can you put together this or can you You know, repair this. Can you put this together? It's, it's about the journey. Um, yeah. Well, it's it's soft skill. Like, I mean, if you kind of think of hard skills as physical skills, yeah. So soft skills are those kind of personality traits. Yeah. Uh, your, you know, how you deal with situations, and yeah, the, the, this is the thing I think with um, just yourself. Um, again, I've got a brush on employability just because that's one of the ones we mentioned, but certainly in other areas. It's about knowing where your strengths or areas or passions lay, and then and then going with those. I mean, for, for myself, for example, I I I'm strong with English. Like I'm a, I'm a 
gift of the gab, I've got all these kind of skills. Yeah. But like logical skills, like maths and something, I've yeah. got no, like, I can pull it off. Not my strongest area but either. I can't, and I, I mean, I went into a job where I was going through a career change and I was kind of giving myself a bit of a push. I, I, I was in a bad place. I, I kind of got railroaded into one job after the other. I didn't really recognise myself. I was losing it. And, and because it was picking away, picking away, picking away, uh, I was partying a bit, yeah. you know, kind of going out. And I mean, I was having fun when I was out, but I was coming into work. I, I hated it. I was, I was literally, I was thinking that I can literally remember thinking this. I was thinking I want to go home before I'd even left home for work. Like that yeah. reflex re- reaction was already taking me before I'd even got to the place that was causing yeah. it. Um, the way I was dealing with people was different. I was in customer service. My, I was more withdraw well, not withdraw I was kind of just more of an edge I just, yeah. I just didn't realise and, and I just had to take myself out of that headspace and just think do you know what I'm, I'm not happy like I'm not using my skills I'm not happy I, whatever and then I got put into uh, by a particularly bad uh, recruitment agent yeah. I got put into a job that just didn't use my skill set and my I'd never been in a job where I yeah. had to do so much kind of probation you know yeah. probationary whatever and they, they, they were accommodating they knew I had skill set yeah. and I go well you know we'll change this for you but, and, and then they were like they were worried that I was going to feel bad that they were doing it I'm like well I don't feel bad because I know this isn't my skill set this is not this is not what I've done I mean the job was worked well for some of the people there loved it they enjoyed yeah. it they, would, they could bang out this that they could look at ledger and they'd be like oh you need to put six there and also the whole thing would balance out beautiful lovely they loved it but it wasn't for you and it just wasn't for me um that's fine like i know that yeah. i can't do that yeah. and i was happy to say to my manager look i can't do this is yeah. not me i can't do this i can try i can make yeah. it improve but it's not me and i think that's important for everyone listening to yeah. to kind of really recognize that you there's stuff you can build on yes and I certainly wouldn't recommend the, anything that feels a challenge or yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, I certainly wouldn't recommend just saying, well, no, that's not me, yeah. because then you're going to say it about everything and you're never going to challenge. Yeah, it becomes a... I can only yeah. say that now from, you know, from the place I was. You know, I'd had some training, I was working in motivation, I'd been a trainer in, in different jobs and stuff like that, so I was in, in the past. So I was able to realistically kind of remove myself from the situation and look at it for quite objectively. So yeah. I think... For your listeners, I would certainly recommend bouncing other people, going to someone like yourself, where you have kind of got that neutral voice, that sounding board. Yeah, I think in terms of um, counselling or any kind of <coughs> mental health support, I think the obsession is, and even with employability, is it, it's to it's a means to an end in terms of why is it all the support aimed at just getting back to work? Like it, you know, it, if it, for me, I felt that like once I come back to work and I had time off on occupational health and you know all that. It was only a matter of time before these problems reared up again. Yeah. And I, 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 as these problems had recurred, I said to myself, enough is enough, the penny's dropped. I need to do something about it. Now, th- this is where... They did, this is something called the locus of control. Now, it's like a place in your mind where you feel like you've got some control over it. Now, there's two kinds of people. Now, there's um, external people. Now, I used to be like this. Now, if something is going wrong or there's a problem, you blame outside forces for the outcomes and you experience. So you're thinking outwardly in that, you know, it's because I'm not getting enough support from my employer, which, you know, I, and, and, and at times I didn't. It's because I didn't have a caring and supportive partner. You know, at times I didn't eat, but at times I did, you know. It, it's because of this, because of this, because of this. And I was living in the past and thinking it was like that before, so it's always going to be like that. And it got, you know, when I got to my lowest point, 
I had to shift that and I started to move into what's called an internal locus of control. So then I'm turning my thoughts inwardly. Uh, and again, I, 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 I like to say I practice what I preach, but th this is what happened with me, is that I started to develop a belief that, that I could influence the outcomes in my own life myself. And, and you know, you can think, you can learn, but the only thing that really matters is action. What you actually done about it, um, and you know I've done a lot, which I'm sure my my listeners already know. But this is how change occurs and transformation occurs. And there's some people who've got far more barriers to change than myself. But it it is it is a process, and it can be done. Certainly, I mean, I, both the the job working with children and the job working with adults. There were times when I was working with people that there's no way I could do what I need to do within that time frame. Yeah. But then what I knew was that I had sparked something, I set a seed, I'd been a catalyst, I'd put a spark. Yeah. And I, you know, it may take a few months, a year, whatever. Some, I mean, certainly sometimes we got instant, like within yeah. like a, a, a three week course or a one with the adults, one week course with the kids. You'd have this feedback form that was like, you know, I mean, I've had, I've read things like, you know, death um, by paperwork. I certainly did my paperwork. Yeah. But I mean, it's sometimes. I mean, the evaluations are quite nice because obviously you get yeah. to know if you're really different. Um, yes. Or whatever, and I don't want to talk too much about me because I, I will come back to your point. But um, it was about the, the reason I'm mentioning these forms and stuff is that because those people realised their internal. Uh, they realised the castles and they'd, they'd had that instant spark and they knew well actually I can, maybe do, I can do this that's the internal locus of control and, that, uh, and then for some of them they did it and, and I think your listeners need to yeah certainly be aware that they may not, for some of you you might have that wow done it yes that's it which I've had I've yeah. kind of seen and then others it's been like it's not there yet but there's that little spark there's that little oh I can do this so I managed to do that I mean one thing I used to do an exercise I used to do and like I say we were for the employability yep. company we were given set materials and I always like to bring in my own stuff and I, I bought in the most simple there was two simple forms that I came up with yeah. one was what have you uh, what have you learned on the course uh, how did it make you feel uh, how will you ca uh, what would you like to do next how will you carry on with what you're already doing and do that something like that yeah. nice and size and like I was used to say to people for the bit of what have you learned I want you to put on there anything that anything. you've learned if you are not able to turn on a computer yeah. you put it I don't care what anyone I don't care if there's someone on the other side you've of the you've got room. your own metric your own scale of where you are absolutely you're on a different part of the mountain from someone else yeah you're not even coming, you might not even be climbing the same mountain you might not even I like be, that you might be, you know, you know, might be sailing the river, whatever you, you know, fighting the seven I really like how you mentioned about how they feel. So I think a lot of the things we do skim over and we don't spend enough time on just focusing on, on scanning how we actually feel. And once we've admitted that, then we can start to think like, well, if you're not feeling good, then you can start to be like, hang on, why am I not? Like what? Or if I am feeling good, well, because I've, I've tried something new. You, you can start to kind of assess your, your current state. So yeah, it's it's doing that, and and also sometimes it can be as it's not as simple as I mean, yeah. but for want of a better phrase, it's about recognizing. It's about do a list. I mean, for many of you, you may have done a pros and cons list when you're trying to pick something. I want to get this car. I want to get this mobile package because yeah. X and X. Yeah. The downside is this, and and you go ahead and do it, but just maybe. 
do a pro and try not to do don't maybe look at the don't, well don't call it cons because again yeah. it's about language using like I, I would say to people like reframe kids are reframe or careful language use I would say to some learners it's either a pass or an area of development or strength or an area of development because yeah. if you say strength and weakness you're yeah. saying that that's, that's bad you can't do it if yeah. you say it's an area to develop, that, that's got positivity to it. It's, it's something I can work on or I want to work on or I know I'm never going to be great at I'm never going to be great at maths. You'll always have areas I'm never going to be well. great at maths. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm always, I'm, I've got that little bit. And when I work with colleagues who are great at maths, yeah. I joke to the kids because like, I have to kind of lead the team. And I'll straight up to say to the kids, like, do you know what? John Boy is, is <laughs> I know him is, absolutely <laughs> whiz with maths but like he I will say like, do you know what he's great at this yeah it, but the thing is if he was now in an English class with me on an IT class with me yeah then he'd he'd struggle yeah and and like I said you, you mentioned quite near the yeah. beginning about um you know, kind of uh, own it, yeah, saying what you got and, and owning it and stuff like that, and and yeah, just being self-aware and, and and not worrying about what you do. I don't know, and and the fact that you are there is is because you need to be, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like I'd say to the learners, you're here because if you knew it all, you wouldn't need to be here. That's the whole point. The fact that you don't know it. It's not a problem. And you if it would. doesn't work out, for me, myself, why I didn't affect the change earlier is I, I attached all these worries together and thought the whole world was going to fall apart if something didn't work. So then the fear stopped me from doing it initially. And like, you know, it's like jumping out of the plane, I suppose. You don't, you know, like you think, oh, but people have done it. And like, Just ex- expose yourself to, to challenges. But yeah, like, but also, what, what's putting out a video on YouTube or what's recording a podcast that, I don't know, 50 people are going to listen to? I mean, hopefully I'll get more listeners, that, you know. Oh, no, but they're going to come in, right? Yeah. Exactly, what I'm trying to say is, um, it's off the cuff, but... So what is it? It could provide added value. I'm trying it, and like I'm at that stage where I started off, I was bricking it, and now I'm just like I wasn't even planning to record it today, but I just felt like we could do it, and I feel like it's doing going really well. So, no, uh, I'm enjoying. I'm really yeah. enjoying it. I mean, again, yeah. it's it's about yeah. You you recognise what you're good at. I'm I'm learning some stuff from from, from yourself yeah. and Networking. sharing knowledge and stuff like that, but. I mean, just to slightly brush on the yeah. the pros list again, because I, I know I'm one for going on tangents, and I've got all these stories. I do love a good tangent. It's all about meaning. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I was sitting with one lady, yeah. and she was so good at looking at people around her and saying, yeah. "Do you know what? You're great. Oh, I love how you did that." And yeah. within the class, so they'd all be learning together. Yeah. Oh, I love how you know you've got the hang of this, and you've done it. And then we were working on I was doing a CV for her and yeah. she could not give me stuff to put on this CV she, she was just oh, I don't really know like, I don't really do anything well, she was good at observing <coughs> she was very perceptive like it's, yeah. there's that but then when I got her to then so I basically gave it tells to do an exercise called free writing yeah which is basically you're giving a, a topic and a, and a time limit and you must literally write for that time so for example you set a time of five minutes yeah and you must literally write for the time. You're not allowed to edit, change spelling. To get into uh, a flow, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, to get into flow. Um, I mean, it's a writing technique used yeah. for writer's blog. Yeah. But the reason I used it is because I wanted her to, rather than sit there, if she had sat there and stopped, started, yeah. saying, you know, oh, this, she would have edited, she would have doubted, she would have, yeah. you know, been, she would have questioned it and been like, oh, can I put that down? Yeah, but, because you, you're having to check yourself. But yeah, if you she just wasn't, go... Yeah, she wasn't allowed to check. I was like, you cannot... Even if she had sat there and wrote, I'm meant to be writing about my strengths, but I can't think of any... Why do I always doubt myself? Because, you know, yeah. whatever. But And I'm normally so busy to write this. 
the reason I'm so busy is. And then you kind of go with it. And you literally write all yourself. of this. Yeah. yeah. You literally write those things, even if you're sitting there, like, yeah. looking at the window. And she came in the next day, two sides of A4. And obviously some of it was babble, but that's, yeah. that's, I loved, that's I loved fine. So then what I did was sat with it and circled a bit and was like, right, that shows this transferable skill. That yeah. shows this character trait that shows this strength that shows this experience that's to this that's evidence and also yeah and also not circled like all its fear and I, just, I swear she just turned and looked to me she was obviously looking down at the paper she turned and looked to me she went oh, like a light bulb moment yeah it was brilliant she had this actually I've done quite a lot of it yes and then she can start to take what you've said like you know these skills and like say own it like say it for herself so so I've read I, I read all this stuff and I'm just things that stick with me you are who you say you are in terms of, I'm not going to say like I'm a millionaire, but I'm saying like um, I'm flexible. It's up to you to prove that I'm not a flexible person because I've got countless examples from my life when I've shown flexibility. Just because sometimes you don't do it doesn't mean you've never done it. So yeah, like yeah, I'm adaptable, like I'm charismatic because I know at times I've been able to use my charisma to inspire somebody. I'm inspiring, and, and people hate using those words because they think they're being arrogant. They think they're being oh, like, that's my, but one of my you big are, things. you are who you say you are. And it, you know, if someone wants to turn around to me and say you're not, then I'm going to be like, okay, then give, tell me why I'm not. I like that. No, I really like that. Can I ask? Yeah. Um, so, you obviously work with with your group. Yeah. Um, the uh, let's talk about it, mate. Obviously, I don't expect you to break any any privacies or anything like that. Yeah. But what would you say is a, a classic thing that someone, some of the the guys find men and women, yeah. Is, or, yeah, or women yeah. indeed, yeah. Well, it depends because like not everyone has gone into massive depth. It's just that we are there for peer support. But yeah, often anxiety is that's the kind of crisis of our time. I think and there are and I, and I do read a lot of mental health blogs and there are other problems. But in terms of a widespread problem, anxiety or worry, self-esteem and feeling they're not they're not good enough. Right. And you can, any anyone could tap into that. And that's why I think people who see my posts or listen to my podcast think, oh, this is for people who have a mental health issue but no this is for everybody because anybody out there like can suffer from stress worry anything addiction debt like you know life throws up problems that's life and that's what peer support is there for if you're lucky enough to have a family there who can like but often I I don't find it easy to go into all these things with my my parents for example because that's putting a a lot of burden on them as well like people say I don't want to be a burden but I'll go to somebody who who immediately knows what it's like to have a similar situation mm. so that it's like an, almost un, unsaid like yeah I know it's like I've been there and it's, you can move forward a lot yeah, faster yeah I think it's I mean I'm so I'm, I'm, I just I know with uh, certainly with kind of mentoring coaching and yeah. I imagine majorly with counselling you don't necessarily want someone who, who just kind of fires out that very cliche I yeah. know how you feel because that person doesn't I mean I've always been very careful to never say I know the, yeah, I identify with that that's okay I empathise yeah, yeah. I identify I know how I'd feel in that situation but you know but the thing is being around people who you inherently know don't they I mean obviously we've, we've kind of yeah. we've got two themes that we've kind of gone with but yeah. I, I love that point there that you're saying about it's not just mental health and it's not just employability it's not just education I mean obviously we're kind of talking from our 
a wider kind of yeah. experience, but the, the base yeah. understanding and the base skills and, and you know, kind of message yeah. that we're kind of got. We're two sides of the same so. coin, I feel here. Like you're like what would be classed as more the positive side of the coin in that like you're like helping people to grow and gain new skills and show personal growth. And then I'm what would be like, might be perceived as the, the other side of the coin, like helping people work through a problem or if they come to a crisis point. But what I'm trying to say is it's all the same thing because you don't you could I, I went from mental breakdown to where I'm now in three years but if you actually think I look back to say October when I started uh, with Sonia who's been on our podcast who provided me counselling we talked about my counselling on the podcast so oh, it's there for people to, which you should check out from, from, from October to now like how far I've come in terms of believing that this is the right thing to do for me and like push this forward and I am good enough to do this it's massive I'm saying like and that was very, it happened very very quickly it went from me sitting in tears talking about things from my past and writing a letter to my mum about how I felt about things and then reinforcing and repairing relationships with both my parents and then it just like spiraled and and, and it, I, I thought at times it felt unstoppable and then last week I'm sat at home feeling sorry for myself it, you know it, life goes up and down but then, you know so the, we waves, not a done deal we use all these analogies and I think yeah it's, it's really important to recognise where you're coming from, where you're going to, where you are. And which leads us to a kind of why we're both here, I suppose, that we met on this business course and career change is something you might know more about than me, but... Well, I, yeah, I mean, I've gone through one. Yeah. Uh, like I say, I, I was in jobs I hated. I wasn't using my brain. I wasn't doing anything. A job I was in got made redundant. And yeah. I was just like, do you know what? I'm going to take a bit of time out. I had a bit of savings I'd put aside and I just took, took some me time. Yeah kind of decided where I want to be what yeah. I'm going with and then and then kind of find that thing and, and the thing is as well I think what people again another strong message is don't I, you, I can't think of one of your because you've come up <laughs> with so many wonderful phrases today but like don't compare yourself to someone else don't compare your journey to someone else don't feel this some kind of marker of I'm only succeeding if I've hit this thing we've both touched yeah. on it with our very stories yeah. but like my thing with the what have you learned there was no minimum learning yeah. requirement to be able to put it on that list yeah. it was like if you manage to turn on a computer and that's an achievement for you you own it and for yourself and appreciate your, your own achievements and your own steps for you and I, yeah. yeah I mean obviously we're both now quite yeah. along from our journey than perhaps some of the listeners yeah. or we might be the same place some of them might even be no, kind of ahead in yeah. some ways absolutely um, but the thing is we're not comparing each other to each other no. or other, anyone else we're just saying right this is this is my yeah. this is my where, this yeah. is where I am on my journey yeah. this is where I'm you're on yours our journeys have kind of intermingled and blend and stuff like that which I love because um, I, I feel each podcast is giving me a, a wider perspective mm-hmm. but just to sorry to interject but no not at all where do we measure success and this is what I'm thinking about every day now where I wake up and it's like if I in a year's time I've got a fully registered business and I'm uh, outsourcing coaching or or school working in schools for the business or I'm seeing clients 
does that is that my marker of success? No, the marker of success for me now is I'm sat here with you doing this podcast. That's a success for me. I met a random guy in a coffee shop before who might I might actually do a future podcast with. That's mm. success. So I, I, I appreciate my achievements more, or little things, I'd and, say, and well, that just pluralize. I think is is an important thing. Yeah. Like pluralize um, successes. You yeah. know, little achievements. Yeah. I think this is this. I mean, one exercise we used to do with uh, learners is, yeah. is things like motivational. Yeah. Uh, goal setting and things like that. I was just say that you you know you could have your your long term goal, and sometimes it's good to think a bit ahead. And you know, obviously, people talk about three year plan, five year plan, which isn't necessarily always realistic. But you might choose one while you're practicing the technique. Yeah. Maybe choose one that isn't one of your big major ones. Do something that's kind of maybe a little bit of personal development. Something that's just gives you practice and then you can pick on that. And I I mean for example I would say to some of the employability um, learners who are looking to get into a career. Yeah. And say, right, what's your what's your long term? And it it doesn't have to be like I mean mine wouldn't have had to be like I'm gonna be running my own business and my yes. coach within one year yeah. at, the, at the time when I've kind of changed yeah. careers you know that would have put too much pressure on it it would have been unrealistic and you know that, that wouldn't have worked and that would have tripped me up but if I'd say and you've get to find your own successes yes. this is an important thing and personalise personalise them yeah. so I can say now you know, I I want to have, be running my own business, which is what I'm working on at the moment. You know, I've done a lot of, yeah. uh, basically a lot of contracts and where I'm bouncing between companies and yes. built my career, built my success, built my experience, my skill set, all that kind of stuff. You know, got my successes. Yeah. And I do see little successes, like, you know, I'm one of the most... I'm one of the first to be offered the, the fresh round of jobs. I've got this, I've got that, which, yeah, is, yeah. which is great. But for me, my success is... I'm I'm working in a job I love. Like I don't care about earning huge amounts of money. Like that is not. Once you reset that, then like that's for me. Like successes are we. A lot of people think of them in very linear terms. It's there, and then straight line there. Yeah. But it's not like successes can be. You know what you make them for me is. I want to work with people. I want to help other people out. Um, I want to get a decent amount of money to live nice, yes. but I don't want, I'm not fussed, I don't want the stress and hassle and intense hours of a big high paid job, I'd be unhappy, and as soon as I was unhappy, then for me that would, that would take away from my success, because that's not my recognition of success. I completely identified that, I was <laughs> going to say, I know exactly how you feel, but I do, because <laughs> I think nearly word for word what you just said sums up my situation, and... I think for me, it's not about opening up your mind, it's opening up your life and meeting people and putting yourself in a new situation. Can, can, what, what have you got to lose, really? Because you could be doing the same thing every single day and something bad could happen. If you're going into a new situation, something yeah. bad could happen. It doesn't change. The, the fearful are caught as often as the bold. There you go. Say that again, The fearful are caught as often as the bold. Ooh, powerful. I'm, so, I'm going to have to start taking quotes to Oh, I'm, I'm like a, you, yeah. a book of quotes. I'm not normally a fan of quotes. Not but normally. Like, I'm not, well, I, no, I tell you, I don't like the, the, the cliche ones because I think they're very... They've laughed and yeah, I think that <laughs> yeah, some I of them. I mean, if if again, if they if you recognise them, if you yeah. identify or they, yeah. they work for you personally, then I'm, I'm no judgment on you. Yeah. They just for, for me personally, I, I don't think. But um, yeah, to, just to brush to on that up, point. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, just to yeah. wrap on that last little point then, uh, with the successes and the setting the goals. If, for example, a lot of people you you mentioned anxiety. Yeah. 
a realistic goal isn't to say I will be anxiety free within whatever but you might say you might set like a target for in one year I'll have better control of my anxiety and be in more social situations for example okay that's realistic that you will make some progress within that and then I would then jump right back to today or whatever and say by the end of today I will have listened to something on motivation and anxiety straight away you've listened to a podcast bam you've got an talk, instant point talk about it mate you've got a really good podcast actually yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you've got that one point already and yeah. then by you might say by the end of the week I will have I would have research, I would have found three uh, good resources for dealing with anxiety and it doesn't that, that can take 10 seconds <clears throat> like I but mean, then straight away like tick, tick, I tick. take my phone in the toilet and I shouldn't I will I shouldn't do that because no, you, you need to be more mindful you're not gonna... <laughs> but, uh... but the thing is yeah but that's, that's those then instant ticks and the thing is again about writing these things down and keeping yourself give yourself in easy successes yeah. to yeah. start yourself off lay the foundation have it so I will have found three resources bam tick 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 you can go on google and you get on a roll three resources mind um, headspace, headspace, calm, calm, bam. Okay, yeah. well done, Mike. You've now Sorry. you've now passed your goal for today. Then your yeah. next week's goal might be: I will have researched all three of them yeah. and decided which one I'm going to focus on. Bam, you've got an easy yeah, tip. Keep it simple. Don't set too then, many. Yeah, yeah. And then by the end of the month, I will be uh, I will be practicing on a daily basis an anxiety technique. And don't, Again, don't always think that you're not ready as well. Like, like you, if you're going to wait until you're ready, you'll never do anything. Like, I'm not ready to do a podcast. I, I had 10 minutes before you came. And, um, I didn't even know I was coming in doing one. So well, like, I said, <laughs> we're not ready to do it. In my, my mind, I'm not ready to do a podcast. Then I thought, I don't know you that well, but actually, why not let's do, let's find out about you and what you do on the podcast. Because, if anything, that saves us having the same conversation twice. Like, it is. And it's more like... It's, it's been quite authentic. I think it's that's nice a, that, to... That's the word I, I, I live by. This is like my talk about mate seal approval is authenticity. And I think that's why when I do workshops, that's what people tell me is, you know, I am I am not perfect. I'm, mm. I'm quite honest about that. And I I don't want people to make the same mistakes with myself. I, and I can tell you, like, how I've got out of my situation. But yeah. and the counselling is a completely different side. I'm happy to just sit listen and help you people to go through their concerns but just to kind of wrap it up yeah, yeah. and I hope the answer to this question is yes it's a yes or no one <laughs> do you believe in your innate ability to achieve goals absolutely that's it's, efficacy it's, then. That's it's efficacy. been a journey but it's it's, it's there yeah and if, if say anybody I know from my group I always post it on Meetup I'll post the link on Facebook I'm going to try and use a different podcast provider because I've run out of space on the other ones oh, I don't okay. want to pay um, <laughs> So, if anyone was interested in in confidence coaching, public speaking, motivational, you know, or wanted to ask any questions, could they get in touch with you? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll post your details. That'd be amazing. Well, at the moment, I it. am just um, putting together the materials, yeah. um, getting together the yeah. company stuff. So, Are you on um, or certainly, or? again, I'll, I'm going to be yeah. setting those up soon. Yeah. So, what I'll do is I'll go back to you on that. But yeah. certainly, as, as I start to get people in. Yeah. Um, I might be offering uh, just uh, some tasters, just as I kind of yeah. get some I'll get some people going. Absolutely, yeah, uh, more than welcome. And then, yeah, absolutely, I'd I'd love to hear from something, and I'd certainly like to learn more from you. As yeah, well. like our page and follow us on Meetup so you can join the community because you know, it, even if you don't come to all of the events, and we have got one coming up, it's good because someone might say something, and, and especially the people who join the WhatsApp group, someone might say, "Oh, I post an achievement or post a struggle they've had that day," and people can 
can kind of help each other through. That's voluntary, obviously, not everyone has to do that. <laughs> but I think it's useful, and there's people who might not talk on it for six months and then might say something. And I just think, look how far we've come. But yeah, open up your life and see what happens, and then you know, go for the efficacy. <laughs> and yeah. thank you, Nathan. That you've no, been a really been, good. Well, thanks. Shake your hand because that's thank been fantastic. No, no, it's been I'll post your details well, and uh, I look forward to seeing uh, yeah. any kind of feedback. Feel free to kind of yeah. post anything, uh, listeners. Yeah. Uh, thanks for your time. Thank you very much. That was episode seven. Goodbye.